What's going on, Newcastle? Welcome to the We Talk Theatre Podcast. I'm Seb's me. I'm Jack Marshall, and we're your hosts. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever official episode of the We Talk Theatre Podcast. Woo! Oh my goodness, it has been a long time coming, but I'm really excited to finally be here, finally be back in the studio. Um, it's been it's been a month or so, but maybe a bit longer since we recorded the, the the introduction episode to We Talk Theatre, and the response for that was incredible. So you know. Why not get back in here and actually start this journey? This episode is a review for Young People's Theatre 2021 production of Bunyip's A Big Beautiful Mess of a Play. Our thoughts will be based off the opening show on the 10th of July with the Magpie cast. Alrighty, so the first thing that I want to touch on was just like the cast performance in general. Wow, it was it was really strong. It was amazing. For a child-based cast, there were like one, only one or two adults, mm-hmm. I thought... Everybody was really strong. I didn't see anyone lose character. It was just everyone stayed in character the whole time. Everyone was really strong. And we did have a couple understudies. The most notable of which was instead of Carl Gregory as Mr. Carey, Mr. Carey the, the, the teacher, we had Claire Thomas who plays Miss Carey in the other cast. Even though we had a couple understudies, the chemistry that the cast had between each other was just phenomenal it's like they'd known each other their whole lives which exactly. like, they probably haven't i know a lot of them probably have but it's just it seems like they're all best friends i know it's because they're obviously not going to rehearse with the opposite cast maybe a couple times but for the most part unless someone's away for a rehearsal you, you rehearse with your cast so even though there was people playing in for the other cast that didn't break anything i don't think no. for for my view never seeing the show before I didn't see any slips. I didn't see any, oh, you're not supposed to be there. We're doing it differently in this cast or anything like that. Still, even though it was a couple different people in different roles, it was still absolutely perfect. Yeah. Honestly. Um, the next thing was the set that I wanted to touch on. It was a projector. Um, it was just going on the back wall and it, they used it really well. There was some times where they used it for, like at the start of every new term of school. They had term one, term two, term three, term four, and they had the season as well that it was. It was spring, summer, winter, or um, autumn. Autumn. I almost said fall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they had the, the videos of the person getting hit in the head by a soccer ball. Oh, yeah. They were... That was so good. That was... Some little, like, small entertainment in between, like, the set changes and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. It was really good. There was... They, the, the, the couple of the directors had a little cameo as well in one of the scenes. Mm-hmm. There were little science, science people teachers, yeah. in, the, in the back. That That's really cool that they got a cameo. It's it's always a shame you don't get, you know... Obviously, the directors and everyone, they, they get acknowledged a lot behind the scenes, but they never really get to share the stage or be involved directly. Um, with their with their cast, apart from like teaching them everything, and so it was really cool to see them. Obviously, it wasn't direct because it wasn't on the screen, but you know, still seeing them up on that stage with the cast, and it wasn't necessarily exactly sharing the stage, but it was pretty much that, and it was awesome to see that. Yeah. Speaking of creative team, this show was directed by Nicholas Thorogood, Larissa Barwell, and Campbell Knox. And then this show was it was adapted from the loosely adapted from the um the book Naked Bunyip Dancing by yeah. Steve Herrick. Um Callan Purcell actually wrote this, who's a standby, I believe, for Hamilton. Yes, on the I West saw him at the moment. That's really cool. Um uh, the Mabel Morris Young was the production assistant and then Nicholas Thorogood also designed the set with a couple other people helping out with the... He also designed the costume. Oh my goodness. Look at this. Nicholas Thorogood's doing all of it. It was a very simple costume. Just a, yeah, it was. Just a simple school uniform. All of it, but it was still... Like, it wasn't just like a random school uniform. Like oh, it yeah. Was, it was... They 
personalized it to the show. They had um, awesome. and the the costumes at the end for the concert. They oh, all, like, yeah. had Some of them had capes on, like, tattoos and stuff. The end of it is so uh, that, much fun. It's so much fun. Like, it's they, actually They include fun. the audience so much. It's really... Like, I haven't really seen a show do that. I know. It's... I suppose, like, you know, you, you're going to get some of those... Some... Obviously, you're going to get more audience interaction when it comes to shows with younger kids. Yeah. But, like, still, this was still, like, even for a younger uh, show with younger kids, this was still a lot of audience interaction, and I love that. And every cast member had their own little time to shine at the end, and I thought that was incredible. Because you don't see that enough, to be honest. You really don't see cast members getting their own their own little moment. Yeah. But everyone did at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's, it's, there was no, like, there was no main character. Mm. Like, you could argue there was, like, Michael, Mr. Carey, Jason. Yeah. But there was, it wasn't just focused on one person's story. Yeah. Like, it focused on... Michael's home relationship and Jason and Emily's relationship and Mr. Carey's relationship with all the kids. Yeah. Yeah. It had no one point that it was locked on. Exactly. One of the one of the really cool things that I wanna I especially want to point out coming from a youth um a youth standpoint is maybe it's this one applies to kids a little bit younger, mm. but all the scenes are short and sharp. Yes. They're all probably, I'd say the longest scene, I probably went for about three minutes or something, and that was when we f- were first introduced to Mr. Carey, who obviously need, we, we need a good introduction for yeah. him. But it was, all the scenes were really short, really sharp, and I think that's a great thing for younger kids who will lose interest um, sooner or later. So it's good to keep it short in, and sharp. In the audience and in the show. Yeah, exactly. For like attention spans and stuff. It's it's great, because you're going to have a younger kid who is going to, oh, a new scene? Awesome. And then it's going to... Sometimes the scenes go for so long and they, like, lose interest. But this, it's a new scene every two or three minutes, if that. Yeah. And it's great because it's always something new. It's the same storyline, but it's a new thing in the storyline. And it's all... There's there's not a single scene in the show. You see a lot um, where there's scenes that are pointless. But I don't think there was a single scene in the show that I could have sent... That I could have gone, like, oh, that wasn't needed. Yeah. Every scene yeah. either helped the storyline dove into characters, characters. or it was just funny you know yeah some like, scenes it was, was just, just there for just pure entertainment exactly like, that's what that's what the show's for mm. it was every scene had a purpose and that's that that is lacking a lot nowadays it was a um it, it was a comedy it was a very good comedic show but it still dove into serious topics like michael's home relationship with his parents yeah um and it was a good mix. Like, you don't want too much comedy, otherwise that could get stale. But then with the mix of some deep stuff, it keeps you interested in the actual show. But it's also great because this is obviously a show more for kids than adults, but it's still... Like, there were adults in the, in the audience who were laughing their butts off. Like, yeah. there, there was a couple of people who found it absolutely incredible, um, like, comedy-wise, and we were definitely two of those people. But it was it's great because it does talk about some of the stuff, like how... Um, one of the characters does have divorced parents, but it's like, it doesn't dive deep into it. Like it doesn't, he doesn't like get really, you know, it doesn't dive into that so much that it's weird for little kids to be going on yeah. about it and acting it, but it's still a good amount. It, they kind of, they clarify that that's a thing and it does affect and, and, the story. And it right. helps you know who that character is. Exactly. Like, because you, you don't get to know a lot of the characters as deep as you will in a two hour length show because yeah. it's a one hour show. You know, it's, it is... It's smaller, so it can be performed by younger kids, and so younger kids can have that be interested in it every scene, the exact same amount of time. And that's that's another thing that's just great about this show. It's obviously it's for it's its sole purpose is going to be the kids, the the age of kids 
who the characters are. So we have people in year six. Yeah. You know, but it's still, we're 14, 13, and we still loved it. And that might just be because we're obsessed with theatre, but <laughs> it was still so great to see that. And like, you know, Newcastle, we're just so, uh, everyone knows each other it's in the theatre industry. It's a very small place. Exactly. Everyone knows each other. It's, we're all a family and it's so great to see the younger people in the family, you know, the yeah. the newcomers. Yeah. It's great to see them doing doing what we love to do. And, you know, hopefully one day they'll be up on like, you know, the civic stage and all that stuff. And hopefully they'll get, they'll, they'll shine their light to the rest of Newcastle. And that's really exciting to know, you know, it's great to, to get these smaller shows for the, for the younger kids, which is great. Obviously not all these kids were young. You had like six, seven, eight, that's like years, school years, six, seven, eight and stuff. But like, you know, they've, they've obviously done one or two or three shows before each of them, but it's just, it's so great to see like the younger kids in Newcastle shine their light and... We we will on the on WTT. We do want to get some of those younger kids from Newcastle to 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 talk us through their 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 theatre past and present and hopefully future, future too. Yeah. If they if they see that and you know theatre for some people is just a like you know it's a pastime. It's it's what they like it's to do it, now and they don't plan it's on it just in the future. A hobby exactly to some people. That's honestly that's what it was at the start for. I think for a lot of people yeah, they start so. off joining theatre. As oh, I'm gonna do theatre because I have a spare afternoon on I'm Tuesday. I'm gonna do it for a couple of years because I don't like playing sports. Exactly, and it's it's just everything I, about it. Yeah, is... We we just never left. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it's, we're stuck here. It's it's just great. It's yeah, it's awesome to see the younger kids. So, um, but I wanna I wanna close off the the Bunyip's review with uh, just wow to be honest, and it, it's so hard for those kids at this current time. And obviously they were so excited to open the other week oh, and, the, yeah. and they couldn't. And obviously they were devastated because they didn't know when they were going to get back on that stage and they didn't know when they were going to get back into their costumes. Yeah, we want to just give a big thank you to Young People's Theatre yes, and yes. especially Chelsea um, for reaching out to us in the first past couple of weeks ago. Um, we were actually invited to their 2022 season launch, which I'm sure you that saw was on our socials. That was very good. It was such a great season. There's shows like it, SpongeBob, Tuck Everlasting, everything is just Romeo and so Juliet. exciting. YPT somehow continues to put such incredible productions on. They do so many a year, but they're still all at that extremely high level. Quality, yeah. I don't know how they do it. I genuinely don't. <laughs> it's incredible. But yeah. YPT is obviously such an incredible company, and if you are looking for... YPT is a family. Every drama company is a family, and they, they're they proud of it, too. Every drama company... Because there's not one drama company that's the biggest drama company in Newcastle, yeah. and that's something I love. You obviously have companies like Hunter Drama and YPT that are, you know, you'd, you'd call them a couple of your leading, but there's still so many Yeah. that are... There, there isn't one main drama company. Mm. I, I couldn't recommend you one drama company to send your kids to. It's all about, that, you know... I, we would always give options. Yeah. Like, there's, there's not always, one. I, uh, you know, when when you're starting to... You really got to look into them. You really need to see, yeah. oh, which... In the end, it's location-wise, to be honest, for drama. Yeah, it is. It's every... You're going to get... Obviously, different things are going to be at different places. You're going to get, you know, different tutors and stuff who have different knowledge. Mm-hmm. But everyone's... You're, you're not going to become... You're not going to get a tutor at a drama company or a drama school... If then if they don't know what they're talking about, yeah, you know everyone is incredibly talented and everyone knows what they're talking about. I can, we can promise you that it doesn't matter where you go; every place is incredible in Newcastle. 
Yeah. There's not one place that is lackluster at all. And that's just, that's the great thing about Newcastle. Yeah. You would have noticed this if you checked out the website. You can actually pre-order and express your interest for a couple We Thought Theatre merch items, which is really exciting. So up for pre-order, um, you can currently get a We Talk Theatre mug and then another We Talk Theatre mug, but it's got mine and Jack's face on it. So it's got the logo that has us on it. And then the other one just doesn't have our faces, but it's the exact same apart from that. So, um, you will not get charged yet for these mugs. It's merely just to see how many people want to get it and how many people are pre-ordering it. But if you put in a pre-order, that's your order for it. So, in a couple in a couple of weeks or something, we will contact you somehow, and we're also going to contact everybody who, when we first posted that we were getting, we took dinner mugs. Um, everyone who commented that they'd like one, we will be getting in touch with you shortly, which is really awesome. And then for an expression of interest, you can fill in the form for a We Talk Theatre shirt, which is really cool. It's That hasn't got any any pre-orders or anything out yet. We're just merely seeing how many people would be interested in buying one. A couple of thank yous that we want to get out of the way. YVT. YVT, yeah. To start it off, we've, they've been they've been helping us for, a, for a quite a while now. We really appreciate that. Um, and then we also want to give... A shout out on on our We Talk Theatre episode to our two highest patrons at the moment, Michael Cooper and Bill Parry. So yeah, I just want to give a big thank you to those to those guys for just helping us out. You know, they're really everybody on the Patreon is really helping, and every dollar means the world. To wrap this episode up, we have a big announcement regarding a sponsorship with a brand new Newcastle clothing brand called Broken Bunch co-owned by Bill Parry and Julia Boyd. Yeah, so we're actually really close with Bill and Julia, and when we heard that they that they were making a clothing brand, we immediately, ideas just popped into our head yes. about what we can do with these guys. To and help them out and for, to potentially help us out as exactly. well. Exactly, so um, whenever you see us, um, a lot of the time when you see us at shows or stuff, you'll from now on you'll see us wearing a shirt or a jumper, or we're going to have a bag, or something, with this little guy, poor guy, he's got a broken leg, a broken arm, um, a striking resemblance to Bill Parry. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's got a really long nose as well. Yeah, we... <laughs> not, we, not Bill, the guy on the shirt. We, <laughs> we wore it at um, Bunyip's yeah. today. So you can check it out on the YPT Instagram, there's actually a picture of us with it on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so you can, these guys can be found at, at brokenbunch underscore Newcastle. So the Broken Bunch catalogue includes an embroidered hat, an embroidered shirt, a hoodie, and a sweatshirt, and then also a tote bag for carrying all your all your broken bunch of merchandise yes. in one place. All of our links can be found in our Instagram and Facebook bio. So that includes our Spotify, RSS podcasts, Apple podcasts, um, our um uh, website, uh, anchor, anchor. Every, literally everything and anything can be found. It also includes mine, Jack, and Bill's Instagram. So that wraps up our first official episode of we talk theater it only took a lot of time and work (laughs) but it's here thank you guys so much for listening all the support and all the feedback is insanely appreciated and we hope to catch you guys in the next one see you then